Welcome to the IME Community Podcast, where self-love is your superpower to achieve your weight and life goals and make your mark in the world. Your host is Dr. Carla, activist MD. If you're a teen who's looking to revolutionize your health and can't wait to follow your dreams, welcome to the IME Community. Welcome to the podcast. I got a little song I made up for you. It's called You're So Judgy. It goes, you're so judgy. I bet you think this song is about yourself. You're so judgy. Do you ever judge yourself? Are you human? Those are a couple questions I have as we start this podcast. And we're going to talk about self-judging today. If yes is your answer to the second question, are you human, which I think it is if you're listening, then your answer is yes to my first question, which was, do you ever judge yourself? To be human is to judge. I made that thought up today. Plato didn't create that. I did. And if you say to be human is to judge and we all judge ourselves, then that sounds really judgmental of all humans. So... I was thinking about titling this podcast, Stop Self-Judging, which I thought that's really not embedded in reality because we're always going to judge ourselves. And I'm sure self-judging does serve some sort of a purpose. So, of course, you're going to judge yourself on all sorts of topics. And some days you kind of feel like you're going through the day and it's almost like a self-judging smorgasbord everywhere you go. Sometimes you may think everyone's judging you. And since today I'm talking more about self-judgment, I'm not going to focus on other people and our perception of whether or not they're judging us. I'll probably take that on in an upcoming uh, podcast, and and that's going to be helpful. But today we're going to talk about judging ourselves because that's what we can stop right now or at least lighten up on, and that's going to be when we look at our biggest pain point, that's going to be where we're going to have the most impact and effect. Okay. So let me tell you a little bit of story. When I started to work with my business coach, which I've told you her name is Sunshine, which is an awesome name for her, um, which by the way, all great life coaches, which I feel like I am, uh, are going to have a coach. So it's like saying, if you're a doctor that you shouldn't go to the doctor or if you're a teacher, you shouldn't have gone to school. I mean, that's just silly. So during one of my first sessions with her, um, she was asking me who my target audience was. I mean, are you going to focus working on with teens? Are you going to work with parents mainly? Are you going to work with doctors? It's all important. And, and also she asked me, you know, what am I offering to this target audience? And I told her, you know, I was the most excited about working with teens. I mean, I'm a pediatrician and my whole career has been really to get to get to fish, my nonprofit, creating community solutions for children's health. So working directly with teens is what I'm most excited about. And I was telling her I was most excited also about getting rid of the stigma 
by creating this platform that's a virtual platform so teens can access it whenever they want, offering what works. So I'm not going to waste our time. I'm going to offer you all what works, what worked for me. And also you have the full power of choosing because that's when you make major transformational change in your life is when you're the one who makes the choice. So I was so excited about all these things that I had figured out. And also, you know, self-love is your superpower, which I believe. And I'm going to teach you all that self-love is everything. So all that's super exciting. And she said, but that's all the how, right? What's your why? What's your pain point? What are you going to help them with immediately? So as entrepreneur, you look to see what is your clients, your market's biggest problem, their biggest pain point, and how can you help solve it? And how can we help solve it immediately? So during our conversation, I had told Sunshine about a weight-based victimization study um, that my daughter and I had run across and saw that teens who sought weight loss treatment had done these surveys, um, said that they had been victimized or bullied by lots of different sectors. So their peers, their friends, their parents, sometimes even teachers. And she said, let's go back to that weight-based victimization study because it seems like everywhere they go, any, anywhere we go, you're feeling judged maybe based on your weight. When we all know, and I taught you in our first podcast, you're not your weight. But if you feel like that and you sense that, it, it doesn't feel good. And then we all know that we judge ourselves even more and then think, if only I weren't this way or if I were this way, then I wouldn't have to judge myself and I wouldn't be in any pain whatsoever. And so first, I'm going to say, say I am me. Okay, this is a time in the podcast where we get your self-acceptance blanket out. It's warm. It's always there for you. It's invisible. And you say your mantra, I fully love and accept myself, okay? Make sure you get that written down on a post-it note, carry it with you during the day. Sleep with it stuck to your forehead if you need to. Remember, first steps to self-love, that's your superpower. And we're moving towards that. And we start with the self-acceptance. You're worthy of learning to love yourself. So if this conversation that I'm having is triggering for you, that's when you get your self-acceptance warm blanket out. This is the movement toward self-love as your superpower where you can do anything you want, okay? So why do we self-judge? And when do we know we've taken it so far that we're actually not able to do what we wish to do, or maybe it's even causing ourselves harm. How we know that we're self-judging is like, for me, I mean, it comes up in different ways. Sometimes you can like hear a voice in your head. You're not, there's nothing wrong going on. Everybody has that kind of voice and that what some people call the inner critic or the voice that comes up. It may come up in your body too. Like sometimes I feel like it's like a weighted blanket to me and it's not like a snuggly one, like our self-acceptance warm blanket is. So I just want to like throw it off and, and you can, but it just takes practice and it's just like a skill building. You're building up your toolkit again. Other times it's kind of more insidious, which means like it just kind of creeps in that self-judgment. I think if I notice it, then I can just kind of check it out the door. Okay. It's like a coat. 
I'm fine with just leaving it at a swanky party. If I lose my ticket to redeem it at the code check at the end of the party, I'm like, nah, I'm fine. That'll thing who needs that, not me. You take that self-judgment coat and you keep it, I'm gonna be fine. So we know that self-judging is always gonna happen, but it can be a pain point we create for ourselves. And it only takes like simple awareness or recognition and kind of checking those thoughts at the door, like I just talked about, that can help. You can say things like, hey, I'm on to your brain. I see what you're doing. It's okay. You're trying to keep me safe. You think there is like a woolly mammoth and I'm simply telling you you're wrong. There is no woolly mammoth here coming, charging at me. I fully love and accept myself. Nothing's going wrong here. Then I got to thinking self-judging must serve some sort of a purpose. I mean, as like cave humans, there must have been some days on the hunt when the cave human brain said or grunted when the hunt was like an epic fail or they came back, like if you came back empty handed, it's like, hey, maybe try to sharpen up that spear next time, you big dummy. And I thought, well, that's pretty funny. I'm judging myself as being pretty funny right now. And I have to tell you guys, when I was writing this podcast and thinking about it, it made me laugh so much because it cracks me up how all of our brain development, it seems like, comes from when we were cave people. And at least like all of us armchair neuroscientists talk about why we're always in like survival mode. And it's because some woolly mammoth thousands of years ago charged at us. And we keep thinking everything scary is woolly mammoth charging us. And in reality, you know, we don't know that much about the brain. We know a little bit, but it does kind of make sense that our brain is trying to keep us safe and can be in survival mode. And we just need to recognize that and kind of befriend that, that voice that's coming up and say, it's okay. Some people call this self-judging voice, the inner critic or the voice. Or um, that's what Janine Roth, who I hope maybe if you're a parent listening or a doctor, she has some amazing books. Um, Or just negative self-talk. And we all have it, right? Um, Self-judging oftentimes is a secondary thing. Judgment can be secondary. And it may start with a feeling. And it could be shame that's coming up. It could be another feeling. And we all know that we're never really taught how to process our feelings very well or talk about them or, you know, how to regulate them at all. In fact, sometimes we're taught in our society it's weak to feel our feelings and that that's not courageous. So that's, we also know is not true because there's even research, like Dr. Brittany Brown has done a lot of research on courage is actually vulnerability and great leaders show up as vulnerable leaders and they're courageous leaders. So just keep that in mind. So judging comes from maybe feeling something like shame, which we all have that. That's just a human feeling and emotion. And then the judgment is kind of the resistance to to feeling that. It's kind of like how I describe it and think about it as like white knuckling on the way up the big roller coaster hill, which, oh gosh, I hate that part. When you're just like going up, it's like, and squeezing the bar like so tightly 
And then like also resisting and white knuckling the entire way down the hill. We're kind of taught that in our society, how to handle our emotions, to be all this kind of like white knuckling all the time and resistant and judging ourselves for having emotions that are just human emotions. And we're kind of taught to be the one person in those picks they take at the amusement parks that's like on the way down and then they charge you a bunch for them. Um, we always fall for those for some reason. We've gotten so many family picks from different rides and you know like swimming with the dolphins and then we end up like oh my gosh we have to get the whole package that we never look at and the dvd that we never watch but anyway you know the one person in the group who's kind of got that look of complete shock and terror and it's gripping on for dear life while everyone else in the picture is just like both arms up smiling going having a blast and i'm usually the gripper person it's like ooh. so instead of what happens is instead of feeling if we can go back to the self-judging and the shame stuff instead of feeling what your brain is sensing as shame which all feelings are a I mean they feel very powerful but when we're not used to processing them or even recognizing them or even knowing like nothing's going wrong you're just a human having a human emotion and it's just a vibration in your body when it comes up in our body or however it's presenting itself to us, we kind of jump to judging and thinking something's going wrong here. Something's wrong. I need to fix it. If only I could fix it. Oh, I can't fix it. Oh, if only I weren't this way. If I were a certain way, then I wouldn't have to be feeling this. And when that happens, how can you recognize it and how can you get rid of it knowing that it's just going to come up? And it's going to come up as a feeling that you can recognize, but it also is going to come up maybe as a thought. Maybe you can be kind of like, hmm, I'm not going to fall for that. I'm on to, you know, trickster brain that you're doing that. And a thought is just like a cloud going by. We've talked about this before. You are the quiet confidence of the blue sky and the cloud is just going by. And that's just the thought that's the sense in your mind. So it really doesn't have any power unless you choose to believe that it's true. So how do you know when your self-judging is helpful or not? Maybe sometimes you think it's motivating you or you think, oh, if I don't have that, then I'm just not going to do anything. I'm not going to be motivated. I'm not going to get anything done. But I'm going to suggest that you can tell if it's too much by how you feel most likely. So do you feel weighted down like there's a heavy weighted blanket on you? Or are you kind of stuck, like, and you you don't know how to move forward on something, or you aren't figuring out the next best step to take on something? That's probably when you know that it's kind of too much. So I'm going to suggest that you notice when you're self-judging and you don't try to fix it. To create that pause that's gonna give you some air and space to kind of lighten it up and soften it up. Then practice your self-acceptance skills and you can give yourself like a really nice nurturing hug with your warm invisible blanket. You can do this, you can be hand over heart saying I fully love and accept myself, it's okay. Nothing's going wrong here. You can say I am me. 
And it's good to spend the time to figure this out for yourself. And all you have to do is notice and recognize and awareness of self is so powerful as you're moving forward to creating your superpower of self-love. So you can do this. This week, I want you to start noticing those thoughts. I want you to create the pause and I want you to pull together all your self-acceptance skills and tools so that you can shift to say, I am me, to say, I fully love and accept myself and treat yourself with amazing self-love. Thank you for tuning in to the IME Community Podcast, where self-love is your superpower. The content of this podcast represents the opinions of Dr. Carla Lester and is not intended as, and shall not be understood as, a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The opinions shared reflect the host and guest and do not represent an organization or medical group. Always seek the advice of your physician or therapist if you have concerns about your health. And please, like and subscribe to the IME Community Podcast. Share IME with your friends and go to imecommunity.com to join the member community. Don't forget to follow IME on social.